Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. hey it's Pat Boyle. And today on the Best of the DA Show, it's the first NFL football Monday of the year. How dynamic will the Dolphins be after Tua leads them to a shootout win over Justin Herbert and the Chargers plus... It's a momentous Monday. DA's toast, Little Mo. Also, the best audio of the day and sound check, including Ross Tucker saying Taysom Hill is one of the greatest football players of all time. Plus, we get a Jack Stern update for the ages. Also, Bogish is stunned to a news, advanced analytics, and the epic fail. We break down all the scores, all the games from the weekend that was in the NFL and college football. It's the best way to start your week. It's the best of the DA show. Yeah, it's now. But we begin with the game of the day. Chargers and Dolphins from California. Back and forth we went. One notable prognosticator told you this would go under. Damn that wizard. Highlights, high jinks, explosive plays all over the place. And when the dust settled, the Dolphins had a victory, and Tua Tungavailoa had one of the, his best games of his career. Tyree Kill darting all over the place. Tua slinging dimes all over. And the Dolphins go out west and bring home an explosive win. How good can this Dolphins offense be? It is where we begin. You're cold open. Tua back to throw. Deep downfield. Wide open. Touchdown. Tyree Kill. What a throw and catch, right on the money, one-on-one. Tyreek just runs by him, and what a throw by Tua. Wow. Those two guys are a great example of not um, focusing on anything but their craft. There's a lot of noise that can occur, um, a lot of statements that can be made. Throws it to the corner, and it's caught! Tyreek Hill, touchdown! Who else can you beat in a game? My gosh. Tyree Kill. Again. What a throw. What a throw by Tua. I mean, it, it was a situation where we needed to go down. We needed to score in order to uh, give our team an opportunity to be in the lead. I think 
Our guys did a phenomenal job not losing their composure in the heat of the moment. I always feel like, you know, nobody can, you know, guard me. You know, as, as a competitor, I mean, I feel like if you ask anybody in our room, you know, they'll say the same thing. Can't nobody guard me or them or just, I just feel like that's just a competitive mindset, you know. I want the ball. Well, I, that sounds kind of like, you know, crazy, but, um, yeah, like I just feel like can't nobody guard me. They got a pick up. They blitzed them. They did not pick up the blitz. I mean, it was wide open. What a call by Dick Fangio in that defense. The players in leadership positions um, had their mind right for what today was. I thought they were in, in for, the, for the entirety of it. Weren't going to get too high or too low. Um, and that's a key component in the National Football League. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, you heard Jimmy Cephalo, the voice of the Dolphins and the Dolphins Radio Network, head coach Mike McDaniel, Tua, and Tyree Kill. How about these numbers for the Dolphins offense? They put up 36 points for Tua, 466 yards, three touchdowns. With a quarterback rating of 110. Tyreek Hill, 11 grabs for 215 and the two touchdowns. Jalen Waddell had four catches for 78. And on and on it went. The Dolphins created big plays, chunk plays, downfield plays throughout the entire day. And then when they got in the red zone, especially that game-winning touchdown late, Tua's feathery touch to Tyreek, corner of the end zone, proved they didn't only go in from long ways away, but when they were close into the end zone, they could also put it in for seven. It was a great performance, and I just can't say enough good things about Mike McDaniel. Tua was drafted high, had a winning pedigree from Alabama, but when he came into the NFL, it seemed like he was hesitant. It seemed like he was timid to really let it go. And maybe that was part of the coaching that he had around him. Brian Flores, a defensive coach, probably wanted to protect the football. Tua was a young guy, and the Dolphins were still trying to find kind of their their rhythm or, or their identity. And you add on top of that injuries. And remember, after his rookie season, Anonymous Dolphins players were talking about how he's not the guy. They don't see it from him. And I think that Tua doesn't naturally have an aggressive nature. So sometimes it might be hard, especially if he's not creating big plays, to buy in that he's the leader. And yet when you watch a game like yesterday and you see when he was healthy what they did last year after McDaniel got there, Of course, adding Tyree Kill really helps. But Tua looks like he commands the field and commands the offense. He's incredibly comfortable. And when he's just allowed to make plays and you're putting him in winning positions, then you see the natural gifts that he has. And he's a cool, calm, and collected customer. And so late in this game, when the Dolphins need a touchdown drive because they're down late on the road. Granted, it's not hard to win at SoFi for the Chargers. But again, you're away from home. You're across the country. 
There goes Tua to work. Boom, boom, first down, boom, big play, boom, downfield, in the red zone. You hit this receiver. You see the read. And I think Mike McDaniel, along with the addition of Hill, obviously, has completely changed the trajectory of Tua's entire career. I think if McDaniel wasn't hired and you stuck with a defensive-minded coach, maybe Brian Flores, because obviously they were doing pretty well with Flores, but had you stuck with a guy that didn't really understand that position and wasn't as great of a play caller as McDaniel is, and he didn't acquire Tyreek, you know, you, you might see just a kind of a middling, mediocre, perhaps really underwhelming or disappointing career for two that never really got on track. And instead, yesterday, you saw the full complement of weapons and what the Dolphins can be, which is one of the best teams in the AFC, a stacked AFC. It's one game. Who knows where they go from here? But I think when all was said and done, you're like, that team has a lot of pieces to win big. And year two under McDaniel, again, if Tua stays healthy, but if that's the case, that's a damn good football team. And late when they needed the stop, Vic Fangio finally sent the house, the new defensive coordinator of the Dolphins. They've got pass rushers. They had three sacks of Herbert yesterday. They have horses. That's a damn good Dolphins team that had a damn good win on the road to open up their season yesterday. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number or Twitter DA on CBS. The four highest totals of passing yards opening weekend since the Super Bowl began 50 some odd years ago. The names of that list, Dan Marino, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tua Tungavailoa with 466 yards. At some point this morning, we're going to need a Mraz wellness check. At some point to see where he is at. I'll drop dead. I will drop dead without those burritos. Because last night was an absolute ass kicking by the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? If you were a Giants fan and you attended last night's game at MetLife Stadium, If you didn't leave at halftime, you essentially chopped five to six years off of your life with one decision. I don't care how many times you go to the gym, juice cleanses that you do, leading some type of healthy or godly life, it doesn't matter. Sit through the rain. Watch a 40 to nothing shutout loss to your hated rivals. Sit for at least 90 minutes in the parking lot of MetLife to try to get out. Then drive home on a Sunday night before your Monday and your week starts and do it soaking wet. Imagine you stayed for all of that. Final score Cowboys 40, Giants 0. I'll say that again. Cowboys 40, Giants 0. I know we all wear this badge of honor. I do it the same way you guys do it. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Anything can happen. It's my team. I can't leave early. I'm a fraud. We got to... No. On a night like last night, it's raining. It's Sunday night. You've got Monday morning work and the rest of your week. 
and your team is getting their tail waxed, you got to leave. And that game was over in the first quarter. You got to leave. We need a Mraz wellness check because the poor soul texting the thread of the guys that work on the show last night, I'm primed for a Giants comeback in the second half. This is a Cowboys collapse type of game. I'll be celebrating in the morning. I mean, dude, what'd you need to see? Look, if you take anything away from last night, it's that the Cowboys just might be Mike McCarthy proof. They might be so talented they can't screw it up, at least in the regular season. I'm sure in January it'll be different. But you saw everything that the Cowboys could be along with what the Giants should not be. The Giants with a cavalcade of mistakes, botched snaps, blocked field goals, pick sixes, blown coverages. They had the full Monty. But for the Cowboys, they did whatever they wanted. They ran the football well. Tony Pollard had 70 yards and two touchdowns. They ran for a buck 22. Prescott barely needed to do a lot of work. He was out in the fourth quarter. Cooper Rush came in. C.D. Lamb had a couple of big plays, including that 49-yarder. Brandon Cooks had a couple of catches. And then the defense, they just completely strangled the Giants all, all night long. Daniel Jones looked completely lost. The offensive line got blown up. Pressure on Jones the entire night. Saquon with the fumble. I mean, it was just one big disaster after another for the Giants. And credit the Cowboys. They created a night of havoc against the Giants, and the Giants had absolutely no answers. The Cowboys traditionally have the Giants number. That's just a really bad matchup year in, year out for the Giants. But that's about as bad as the Giants could play and about as good as the Cowboys could play. And that's an embarrassing start of the season for a Giants team that went to the playoffs and won a playoff game last year. You know, to not even be on the same page, not even the same stratosphere as the Cowboys last night in front of the home crowd as the pregame, you know, had an a memorandum and, you know, a, a thoughtful touch to the anniversary of 9-11, which is today, you know, that's that's a disgraceful effort for the Giants. Disgraceful. Tr- truly disgraceful. I, I can't imagine sitting around for all of that in the rain last night. Oy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Smiling like little Mo every morning. It's a momentous Monday. Every day can be a better day despite the challenge. All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it. It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance. I just say whatever cause there is no way you're bound. <laughs> I just think people should know that if you stay positive, everything will be fine. Just eat, drink, and breathe positive thoughts. That's all you got to do, and everything will be good. Well, this weekend reminded me of my friend Little Mo, because Mo was incredibly optimistic. He was incredibly spirited and a happy dude, no matter what the... No matter what life kind of threw at him, he just was able to keep pushing through. And he didn't he didn't ignore the bad days. He had bad days, but he just was always able to kind of reset himself, recalibrate, and get through it, and then remain optimistic. And I just I loved him for it. And uh, I just think that he's such an inspiration because of that. And he's a guy that when he was alive, he inspired a lot of people, but. You know what? Even in his passing, he still inspires a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I think when you see a young person who is going through a sickness, an illness, cancer, uh, it's really difficult because, of course, you just want every child to be happy and healthy. And, you know, you just it's heartbreaking to see young people that are going through illnesses like that. And so I was reminded of, of my man, Little Mo, with Leah Still. Um Remember her father, NFL defensive lineman, Devon Still, uh, there was Leah Strong, that movement a couple of years ago because his daughter had been stricken by cancer. And um, he was kind of sharing updates of her life and her battle. He played for the Bengals and the Texans. And um, he would kind of update Leah's journey through being you know, treated for the cancer and Earlier this summer, they celebrated eight years of her being cancer-free. And that's that was just very uplifting. And, you know, her battle was a bit like Moe's. Moe's, you know, unfortunately took his life, but he was, he was just a strong, strong young man. And I just love him for it. And we might remember Leah still from, like, 2013, 2014 is when... Her, her battle really became public, and they, uh, as a family, celebrated eight years of her being cancer-free earlier this summer. And uh, it made her parents really emotional. They put out a social media video, and, you know, it just reminded me that, you know, young people are going through tough things like this all the time, and you just you want to be there to support them, and you want to be there to uh, learn from them because they can teach us a lot of things. Uh, they... They had a seven-hour surgery to remove a tumor from her abdomen uh, back in 2014. She had her went stelsem treatment as well to regenerate her bone marrow and ultimately 
Uh, she ended up coming through it and being cancer-free for the last eight years. And um, he last played in 2016 with the Texans, so uh, still has not been part of the NFL, you know, topic of conversation for a long time. But I just wanted to um, to bring that up because, you know, when it comes to the NFL, Mo loved the Ravens so much. He would be over the moon about a big Ravens win. I'm sure he would call up the show and talk about the Ravens kicking some butt yesterday, and he'd laugh and have a good time and joke around and make fun of Mraz or whatever. So uh, I miss him, and um, this is a, a momentous Monday for all the kids out there, for all of our children, um, and those that we know and those that we're related to and those that we don't know we're not related to. Uh, just staying through it, keeping on it, and uh, remaining as optimistic as possible because there are good days my man Mo is a good example of that, and, and Leah Still is a really good example of that as well. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. And the DA Show is available on your phone. Stream us using the free CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app. Stream the NFL on a Westwood One as well for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. Or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Soundcheck begins with Jamar Chase. Everywhere I've seen this audio, it's a little hard to pick up, so I'm not sure about the quality of this one, but if you're wondering what Jamar Chase is calling the Browns, he's calling them elves. Yes, Elves like Brownie the Elf. Here's Jamar Chase. I called the ass Elves, and we just lost to some Elves, so I'm pissed on my part. I'm not. I'm pissed on Alan Adding. <laughs> I'm. I'm upset because I called them Elves, and we lost to a bunch of Elves. He said. <laughs> now, personally, I love the Brownie the Elf logo. I love it at midfield. I don't think they need that new bulldog type of logo. I think the elf is awesome because the elf is from like the 40s or 50s and I love the retro vibe of it and I think who knows what a brownie is anyway or a brown. Well, of course, it's about Paul Brown, but so let's just make them the elves. I like this, but it's not exactly intimidating and so Jamar Chase, you know, that's good trash talk, but when you get your ass beat by a bunch of elves, you got to really take it. Did this news come out the elf at midfield while you were not around this summer? Because I feel like there was a lot of blowback to this that there's a lot of negativity to this reveal and i i'm with you i think it's a great logo i almost bought a hat one time that had the elf on a brown hat bought the brownie the elf hat years ago years ago yeah it's really awesome yeah i think it's great it's kind of like the colts when the colts have that bucking colt with the helmet that's popping up that's from the 50s the john unitas years Mm -hmm. that logo is badass that is badass. It is. <laughs> you guys might be. I don't. I'm. I guess I'm indifferent to it. As a former Browns fan, now a fan free agent, um, you guys seem to be in the very, very small minority yeah. of people that like the Brownie the Elf logo. I think it's amazing. He's carrying a football, an elf that's like running through the the a gap. Why are you now leaving the Browns right before they're about to get good again? 
Um, yeah, no, I think working here and working also on the local side in New York, having to follow the Giants and the Jets so closely over the last four years, it kind of detracted my Browns fandom. Sad. And then big sad. Yeah, I, I decided to plant my my flag in the ground uh, when they did the whole Deshaun Watson signing. I thought that was it for me. Oh, well, that's I stood on my pulpit and I shouted to the masses, "Me and Jim Tomey." So now you're an NFL free agent. Correct. Are you? Do you have a lean? Uh, no leans yet. Actually, well, I do have a couple leans. Okay, we'll that, that changed quickly. Yeah, we'll see how the story. We'll see how it develops this season. Would you like to let us in on what leans you have? Um, I would say both New York teams are in the running. Can't. Nope. Boo. Already wrong. Giants and the Jets. Boo. Nope. And I would say... There's an embargo on a certain city around here. There's also that. That we always talk about, but there is an embargo. So it's going to make tough, life tough for you. I know. I, would, I understand. It would be tough to lift the embargo if I decided to pick one of those two teams as my new favorite football team. But if you want to break Giants-Jet tie, you can listen to my friend's new episode on the New York Accent podcast with my other friend, John Feinstein, as the guest talking about being a Jets fan. So maybe listening to John... Yeah. Will either push you towards green or towards blue. Yeah. Either way, that could help you get over this hurdle. Do not adopt the Jets. That is, you're just looking for pain. Right. You're looking for torture. So what's your other lean? The other lean would be, actually, I don't, yeah, that's that's kind of it right now. If there's a beautiful single lady out there that would like to court Mr. Pat Boyle, to root for your team, and then you guys will have this bond, and you guys can DM back and forth about the games. He can become a fan. You can teach Boyle about, you know, your team's traditions, colors, history. This is this is an opportunity for you to connect with Boyle. Yeah, I don't know how much help I would need with the colors. <laughs> <laughs> But the tradition, surely. <laughs> like, I don't know. What, is, what, do we, what do Jacksonville Jaguars fans do other than shout, Duval? Who knows? But, you know, you need. Yeah, let's find out together. Yeah. Jaguars would be a lean. Oh, okay. That's a good lean. I like that lean. You like that lean? Yeah, because you're getting in on something early before they can then build into something great. So you're there for the ride. It would be stupid to, to lean into something where they're already good. Like you can't be an Eagles fan. They're all right. You can't be a Chiefs fan. That's the better one. Can't just suddenly be okay. Now I'm a Chiefs fan. You got to find something that you're on the build. Yeah, I'm sir. I think I'm the furthest thing from a bandwagon fan. Uh, considering my other favorite teams have all historically been awful my entire life, um, and I would say the the fourth and final lean would be probably be Vikings. Although that that's. Feels Doesn't like appear your, headed down a good path. No, your timing's really poor on that one. I mean, what's going on, Boyle? <laughs> These are terrible choices. You got three out of four really bad leans. Well, I can't pick anybody in the AFC North because that's my... I just feel like that doesn't... Even though I'm not a Browns fan anymore, that wouldn't add up well. Yeah. And I can't pick anybody that's in the Jets or Giants divisions. Why? Because, I mean, I like the Jets and the Giants considering I've had, you know, had to follow them. We'll figure this out a different day. Sean Payton <laughs> leads off his season with an onside kick for the Broncos, and it worked, except illegal touching. It was something we discussed. If we won the toss, we were going to defer. Then, obviously, we wanted it kicked over on our sideline. So, um, 
you know, it was just one of those things that we felt percentage-wise, we felt pretty good about the the odds. Boy, talk about needing to like karmically cleanse the entire organization from all the crap that they put out there last year. It's so bad, so toxic. Everyone wants to forget about what happened last year and the last couple of years so much that he's leading off the seas with an onside kick. Sean, you do realize that doesn't work every time, right? <laughs> I know the Super Bowl is a great moment, but like, eh, necessary to start the season with one? Here is our friend Ross Tucker, who has been promoted to doing CBS NFL games on the sideline. Now, Ross has done a lot of other great stuff in his career. He's done stuff for CBS Sports Radio. He's done stuff for Eagles preseason, Westwood One. But now, NFL television, CBS, he's on the sideline. First game, and he's got the Saints game, okay? So Taysom Hill comes out and does something, probably like a three-yard gain. And Ross Tucker just can't stop talking about how much he loves Taysom Hill. Hill keeps it himself, the powerful runner, Taysom Hill, out of BYU in his seventh year now with New Orleans. I'm not kidding when I think, and when I tell you, I think he's one of the best football players ever in Taysom Hill. Wow. Now, I know he's not a Hall of Famer on any of that. This guy can play quarterback, running back, tight end. He makes tackles on special teams. This guy's like Jim Thorpe. I mean, can you name any other guy that's ever done all the things that Taysom Hill did? He's like the perfect football player. As you might imagine, that clip went viral yesterday (laughs) as our very good friend, Ross Tucker, connected Taysom Hill to Jim Thorpe, called him one of the greatest players ever. There's a few people that had some quibbles with that. So let's just not shortchange Ross. I think he's actually in the booth. I don't think he's silent. I think it's him and Jason McCourty and Jason Lewis, and they're all in the booth together for Ross to say those nonsensical things. Gotcha. I must have passed out after the (laughs) he's one of the greatest players ever because I heard that part, but I don't remember the Jim Thorpe yeah, uh, you know, tack on at the end, yeah. the extra point, so to speak. Yeah. Maybe you needed a dash of shut up. Maybe Scott Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I'm the guy that at one point was telling you that Justin Tucker did his job. A kicker did his job better than anybody else did in the NFL. So, like, there's room to say ludicrous things here. And I, I get where Ross is going, that Taysom does all of these things. But I feel like a lot of guys could do all those things if yes. they were allowed to do them. Yes, that's the thing. Is Taysom Hill a versatile football player? Yes. But he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, we've learned that. So he's not good enough to be one of the 32 current NFL quarterbacks. Is he a good running back? Yeah. But he's not good enough to be your starting go-to running back. That would be Alvin Kamara. So he's not as good as Alvin Kamara. Or Jamal Williams or the guy they drafted in the (laughs) spring. Can he play wide receiver? Yes. Is he better than Michael Thomas? He is not. We know this. Mm -hmm. Or else he would be a full-time wide receiver. Does he play special teams? Yes. Can he make tackles? Yeah. But that does not make you one of the greatest football players ever. Is he a versatile football player? Yes. Jim Thorpe was a U.S. Olympian (laughs) gold medalist and arguably the greatest football player of all time of that era. Now, of course, football was young, but like, 
an Olympian in like track and field, gold medalist, greatest in the world, and then was the greatest football player ever as well. Taysom Hill is definitely not a gold medalist in anything. So is he versatile? He is. Is he one of the greatest football players ever and modern-day Jim Thorpe? I mean, Ross, God bless you. But, I mean, are we just selling my front-page story to Taysom Hill's mom at this point in time? <laughs> I was I was dying when I read your tweet. <laughs> Come out of the gates hot, man. Full I, I will, sprint. I will say this. Ross knows what he's doing, right? He knows that he's got, he's got to get a reaction somehow. He's got to squeeze in moments like that. And also, think about how many plays, how many pages, scriptures of playbook that Taysom Hill needs to memorize in order to effectively play all those positions. Now, granted, when he's quarterback, it's probably one of three. It's either, you know, quarterback power right up the middle or run it to the sides, or maybe he throws it once or twice every six weeks. But it is a lot of stuff to know, and the fact that they can use him in all these roles pretty effectively, I mean, is he is he, yeah. is he causing any turnovers? No, but what Bogue said is absolutely right. If you told Tyree Kill we're going to play you at quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, and you can be our gunner on special teams, he would do all of those things probably pretty well. It's just nobody wants their best player on the field to do those things. Taysom Hill's not your best player at anything, so just let him do a little bit of everything. Right. It's a, it's like almost a backdoor compliment. If he was better, a little better at one of those things, absolutely. he would do that exclusively. Yes, correct. That's absolutely right. Also, I mean, I know Jim Thorpe is really old. <laughs> But he was a gold medalist in the decathlon and the pentathlon. Best in the world right. in a 10-event competition. Not football. He didn't win a football gold medal. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He, he was on the 50th all-time anniversary of the NFL. So one of the 50th, out of the first 50 years of the NFL, one of the greatest players of the first 50 years. And played Major League Baseball. Oh, okay. He played Major League. So, the greatest decathlete in the world, a pro football Hall of Famer, played baseball professionally. I mean, Taysom Hill? Oh, come on. It's not even. That's. And I love Ross. But you can't invoke Jim freaking <laughs> Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. But I will agree. Jim Thorpe is one of the five greatest athletes Maybe the world's ever seen. Right. We're talking about Taysom Hill, who's barely an H-back. There's nobody, nobody in the NFL that compares to Jim Thorpe, let alone Taysom Hill of That's the right. New Orleans Saints. That's right. But I do agree with Boyle. Ross is an evil genius. That's right. And Ross is always thinking of things that didn't come out of nowhere. That thought crossed yeah. his mind like on Wednesday of last week, and he was wondering... If and when can I get it in there? And he got it in yesterday, and here we are now. Knowing that it was going to cause a kerfuffle. Yes. Next time we have him on for ball cannon or whatever, <laughs> I got to ask him about this. Well, <laughs> is there a Halloween push from my front page story? That's usually around holidays where we, we get Ross appearances. Totally. Your mom needs something to put next to the chocolates when she's giving out to kids on Halloween. She's going to love this. I'm surprised not a, it was back to school time. Tell your teacher how much you love with my front page story. Totally. It might be a Rosh Hashanah, my front page yeah, story. Yeah, anything. Could be Yom Kippur. Got something else coming up, I'm Columbus, sure. Columbus Day? Right? Even though it's, we don't, you know. Indigenous Peoples Day? Yeah.
Finally, my timeline this weekend was filled with college football. Texas's upset of Alabama. Week one of the NFL. The Wizard of Odds picks going haywire. Oh, and a Jackster and update. I don't know why, but I just get bombarded by people <laughs> when Stern does an update that I needed to hear. I have not heard this yet. This was from our news radio station in the building, 880 News Radio. Tanya, how excited are you for football season? I, I, After this painfully awful baseball season, which in my 26 years existing on planet Earth as a New York, I have never experienced. This is something new to me. We're both the Mets Everyone's and the, the Yankees are awful. Yeah, I'm just ready to move on to football at this I point. Agree. I'm gonna, I agree. Close the blinds, grill some nice food, maybe pour a little bit of a adult beverage, relax, and hopefully there's a good outcome tomorrow with the Jets playing the Cowboys. I feel like if Gang Green loses um, and then the uh, Giants have a bad game as well, all of a sudden things are going to get really awful around here. So we can only hope I have my fingers goals. crossed. I'm superstitious. I'm going to wear my pink hat while I'm watching the game, and we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, we can only hope the football season is better than the baseball season for New York fans. Fingers crossed. All right, Jack, thank you. For the record, that wasn't even an update. That was just crosstalk. That was Jack hijacking. Oh, that's a good segment. Hijacking. This is a good one. The number two news station in New York, an historical radio brand, and he just hijacked it on a Saturday morning to tell us nonsense about football. That was after his update, which most of the time it's your 60 seconds and you're out, you know, talked in 30 minutes. He did his update and then did that, whatever that was. Whatever that was, which was factually very incorrect. There's also that. As he said, the Jets play the Cowboys, the Giants, and double down on Gang Green. A tough game for Gang Green playing the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Again, the Giants played the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And then kind of said, like, whoever the Giants are playing, which is, no, that's the Dallas one. Yeah. Let's go, Jets. And then, I mean, <laughs> there's so much in there. That, that... How long is that clip? That's a minute. He's going to close the blinds, then grill some food. Unfortunately, I don't think you can grill that much food inside <laughs> no. the house. You're going to have to go outside after closing the blinds. And I'm just glad you have your pink rally cat on. Thank goodness. Oh, what is he, Timmy Turner? Why? Why did we need to know about the pink hat? And I count, because I was also sent this by more than one person <laughs> Saturday morning. I think I count three times where that poor lady is trying to get in to <laughs> take the station back from Jack. And he just steamrolls her. I'm going to grill. <laughs> I got my hat. I got an adult beverage. He's just shouting her down. It's it's like Jerome Bettis. She, he's just bowling her over. <laughs> just, <laughs> Who was the poor dude in the Saints that got a Derrick Henry stiff arm yesterday? That's her. I mean, I could do an hour on this, and I won't, because I want to be respectful to our employer and the bosses that have requested perhaps <laughs> not spending so much time on things of this nature or people of this nature. But I just can't believe that a human being would be asked to perform a duty, a 60-second sports update on a news radio station, and decide, I will now take an extra 45 seconds to discuss my 26 years on this earth, factually get the matchup incorrect, the only thing you're supposed to do... <laughs> 
<laughs> what you're wearing, how you're cooking. Steamroll the anchor. And as she attempts to talk, talk over her. You know, who am I to say? I'm certainly not <laughs> the hirer here. I'm certainly not the employer here. I'm just a colleague of this update anchor. In many ways, I'm an equal and a peer. But uh, I, I would just, to me, I'd be like, enough is enough. We, we've enjoyed your time here. You know, good luck. Well, let's make this about us for a second. What are we not doing <laughs> that we should be doing that we get away with since there apparently appears to be a free-for-all around here? Like, what should we just do? What, what can we do in that? <laughs> well, well. We have pushed the envelope quite a bit. That's fair. <laughs> We're not exactly always coloring inside we, the lines either. Should we plug something in somewhere and see if we can sort of fire? What do you want to do? Yeah, we've done all of it. All right. We've right. done all. I just, if I was if I was the news director, I'd be furious at this. Well, well Saturday, 830, hopefully the news director is sleeping and he or she doesn't know that happened well, yet. I'd be the anchor. I'd be like, we yeah. can't have this. <laughs> Whatever this is. I, I can't be trying to wrap up this segment. And the, and the sports guy keeps talking over me after the update. The update is over. The job is done. Get lost. <laughs> can you please get lost? Get lost. You know what? They can. I believe bogus. They can from... The news station, eight eighty. They could close his mic. Right? Oh yeah, could she could just shut, down. hit the button, and he would just disappear. Well, start, start. Maybe we're gonna put is, that out of the playbook. Is and there start one using big it. button we can do that for the company? <laughs> we just hit the button and he disappears. <laughs> I don't think we have that technology yet. <laughs> Let me ask Pete. Cap, can you build a big button where he disappears? <laughs> Could you just stand right here for one, just one more step to your right? Oh, that's perfect. perfect. Uh, hold on tight. Perfect. And thanks for everything. Oh, have your, I'm just going to need your badge idea for one second. Oh, keep the pink hat. No, you can wear the keep, keep that. And all the Odyssey coins, they're all yours. <laughs> the Odyssey coins. Oh, Instead of beaming somebody up, you would have to beam him down. Welcome back, everybody. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide, as well as Sirius XM Channel 158. We do have a connection on Mraz after last night's 40 to nothing drubbing by the Cowboys over the Giants. We have a wellness check coming up with Mraz at 40 minutes past the hour. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. So much spin. 26 nothing at the half, and he was texting us. They are going to come back to win this game. We'll be talking about the Cowboys choke in the morning. Just slightly off. A little bit, a little bit, and then it becomes it's only week one. Weird things happen in week one. You don't know football if you think this makes the Cowboys. Ooh, good one. However, if you say that, doesn't that mean the Giants aren't that good? Because beating them is not that big of a deal, so don't get carried away with the Cowboys? Well, you're right about where we're going to go mental gymnastics here. If the Giants had won 40 to nothing, oh my goodness. They're definitely going to the Super Bowl. We wouldn't have played the other 7 16 games. <laughs> Remember last year when Bob the Deli Man thought the Giants were going to go undefeated? We went out. Or 15 and 1, 16 and 1. Yeah. They're going to win out. Still possible. Now the Giants have lost 40 to nothing, and I guarantee you it doesn't mean anything. Nope. Doesn't mean a damn thing. But we'll get a wellness check on Mraz coming up here in just a few moments.
John in PA says, Chance in Alabama, Hobbit House guy, is like my fellow Steelers fans yelling about six Lombardies after yesterday. Cognitive dissonance, but that's what you need sometimes. Why even draft a round one QB? Might as well just wait until round six and see what happens. Nothing matters, DA. The Steelers thing is interesting because you you cannot ignore the fact that they're never terrible. I mean, they haven't really been terrible since the 60s. So that's an amazing run of consistency. They always are in the playoff hunt. They make the playoffs. They win the division. They have consistency. They have continuity. You know, so you just, if you're a fan and you're like, we'll be fine, in some ways, if you're a Steeler fan, you are fine, except I was just thinking to myself yesterday, wow, it's been 13 years since they made a Super Bowl. Their last Super Bowl was 2010. So it's been a long time since they even made the Super Bowl. I think, you know, for for the Brock Purdy questions, it's why you definitely should draft a QB every single year, even if it's in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round, just to see what you might have. I mean, you can't assume the Niners thought they had their franchise guy in Brock Purdy when they took him as Mr. Irrelevant. But if you just have a guy in your roster that might get it, it's kind of like what the Packers used to do with Mike Holmgren. They just drafted a quarterback every single year and ultimately came up with a bunch of good backups that they traded away for more picks because Brett Favre never got injured. But, yeah, I mean, there are late-round QBs out there that are doing pretty well now. Depends on what you think about Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson, but, I mean, Wilson has been a pretty elite quarterback up until the last two years, and Dak Prescott is on a team that some people think can go to a Super Bowl, and those were third and fourth round guys. It's a little bit less crazy than Brock Purdy, who's a seventh round guy. Also, did you see the Matt Corral story? Corral? Corral? What am I saying this right? Corral. 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 Matt Corral? Yeah. Like the okay corral? I'm saying it like Steve Carell. Yeah. Matt Corral left the Patriots and is nowhere to be found. He was a third-round pick of the Panthers, I think, two years ago. Cut by the Panthers, went to the Patriots. He just left. He left camp. And they don't have a beat on him, I don't think. So, crazy story, but, yeah, Corral is just, he's gone. And that was after they were preparing to try to circumvent the new third quarterback rules yeah. and the NFL to step in and tell everybody how that actually is going to work, like who needs to be on the 53-man roster, not the practice squad. But I totally missed that. I didn't know that he did, that he's just gone. He's just gone. He left Friday or Saturday, and they, as of yesterday, they didn't they didn't know where he was. Like he just went AWOL. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody know where he is? I haven't seen a, an update yet on it, but that was just what happened over the weekend. So, you know, quarterbacks could go one of two ways, obviously. That's pretty dramatic. All right, standing by with our headlines, here is Mr. Andrew Bogish. DA, imagine what was going on on doorbell cameras in the tri-state area last night. A year ago, it was pirate-tinged glee. Last night, not so much. Second down, I-formation, Pollard handoff, walk the dog. Everything sealed off to the inside. Tony Pollard walked the dog. And scored his second touchdown of the night. Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. Tony Pollard pulling a Shep and walking the dog twice on Sunday night football. I'm lost. What does that mean? Uh, Shep used to be a dog walker. Well, I I knew that. 
But what uh, does walk the dog mean? Like I, he's just walked in for a touchdown? I've heard him say it before. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it's a reference, yeah, to like a leisurely stroll into right. the end zone. Yeah. Like you're just out there wandering around, nobody's bothering you, you get all the space yeah. you need. Like he said it right away. I guess that was one of the touchdowns where he literally just walked untouched. Yeah, nobody's mm-hmm. around you in the in the screen. Hand off Pollard walk dog. Dog dog. Love Brad Sham. Tony Pollard, uh, two touchdowns, but the Cowboys led last night by their defense and special teams. Three takeaways, including a pick six. Daniel Jones was sacked seven times. They blocked the field goal for a touchdown, all while pitching a shutout in Jersey. The 40-zip final is the largest shutout win in Cowboy history. It's also Mike McCarthy's first week one win for Dallas. I'll take it. You know, I mean, I I, I never focused on that. Um, I mean, it's important to get that first win, so... It was good to get, I guess, my first opening win. But McCarthy has had no problem beating the Giants. This is now five consecutive wins in the head-to-head. It was the 100th meeting ever between the Bengals and Browns, and Cleveland might not forget it anytime soon. A 24-3 embarrassment of Cincy, holding Joe Burrow to 82 passing yards, sacking him twice, hitting him 10 times. Stuff like this happens. We've been here before. We're going to come back stronger. Going to have a good week of practice, get better this week, come back next Sunday, hopefully get a win. The Bengals had the ball 14 times yesterday. They punted 10. Ryan Tannehill picked off and sacked three times apiece. His Titans, 16-15 losers in New Orleans. The Eagles held on for a 25-20 win in New England after taking a quick 16-0 lead. The Rams, a 30-13 surprise in Seattle. And Baker Mayfield led the Bucks to a 2017 win in Minnesota. Don't forget those Vikings won all 11 of their one-score games last yeah, regular exactly. season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were frauds last year, got punked by the Giants in the playoffs. Now they begin this year as not frauds. Nobody thought they were going to be good, but the flip side of that coin. You flip a coin, you win some of those one-score games, and you won them all last year. Now you're going to start losing them. Michigan State plays football coach Mel Tucker on unpaid leave yesterday, shortly after a USA Today story about a woman accusing Tucker of sexual misconduct. There has been an investigation for weeks, but the school only acted yesterday once things went public. Tucker does not deny that things did happen between him and Brenda Tracy, a well-known sexual assault awareness advocate, but says... They were all consensual. The new AP Top 25 starts with Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. Then Texas, thanks to Saturday night's win at Alabama. This is the Longhorns' first Top 5 appearance since the start of the 2010 season. The Giants, 6-3 winners over the Rockies on Sunday Night Baseball. They're now a game and a half behind the Diamondbacks for the last NL wildcard. The Braves are the first team this season to clinch a playoff spot. And Yankee phenom Jason Dominguez has a torn UCL in his right elbow. Yes, it's awful. Uh, okay, take your Yankee hatred away. Jason Dominguez is, is supposed to be one of the great prospects in baseball. He he's just, your favorite Martian. He just came up, right, just a couple weeks ago. He's mm-hmm. smashing home runs. He's got these home run calls from Sterling, nicknamed my favorite Martian because he's supposed to be an alien. He's so talented. And then in the middle of this amazing rookie push, he rips his ACL or his UCL. And because he was playing well, other young Yankees were playing well, some goofy Yankee fans started to dream of some magical September run into a wild card spot. Yeah, he's, not, then, he's not a pitcher, so will he miss next year? So he will... Theor- they said 9 to 10 months yesterday, Aaron Boone, but theoretically, he could hit again in like 7, I read. So like that's early next season, he could be their DH. Yeah, okay. and this, this is what happened to Bryce Harper. Yes. And he only ended up missing, what was it, 5 months? Of the offseason or of 
baseball play. Well, I think, yeah, because I think Bryce waited until after the playoffs last year, so he got the surgery, let's say, November 1st, and I think he was back by almost basically opening day. But yeah. don't forget, they were they were planning for all-star break, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, he's not going on the 60-day, and then he was back like in the middle of May, I think. So it can be quick. It doesn't have to be as quick as Bryce Harper, though. So if he gets it now, he'll probably be back by June. But the Yankee at, at the latest. Yeah, but the Yankee problem is I just they and, need a DH for other people. <laughs> and not I him. love I love how you're like, yeah, the Yankee fans don't, thought there could be magic. Yeah, and they were getting no hit into the eleventh inning yesterday. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh where else? Oh, Novak Djokovic. He's the US Open champ again. A straight set win over Daniel Medvedev. The man who had beaten Carlos Alcaraz. 0 for two in the semifinals. <laughs> oh no, my god. No. Yeah. yeah. I would Carlos love to know. Alcaraz. Alcaraz. That really did sound like AI. Yeah. Can I hear that one again? Carlos Alcaraz. Alcaraz. Now <laughs> I wonder if he didn't know. If he didn't work here and he was asked to say your name, I wonder how he would do it. <laughs> Amendolara. I call best. you Damon. Most people. Damon Amendolara. It would be just like when I call up, you know, let's say my insurance company or something, and they have my my name and some type of system, and then the computer tries to pronounce mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, that's definitely not how it's pronounced, but so be it. Alcaraz. It's okay that he doesn't know Medvedev, but Carlos Alcaraz has been in the in the news for more than a year now. He won Wimbledon what two months ago? Yep. That's one you shouldn't look need to look up at this point. If you do this job, that's one of the sh- handful of tennis names that you need to know Again, immediately. Folks, I'm, I'm certainly not here to play program director, Carlos Alcaraz. But <laughs> one of the bits we have on the show Daniel is that Medvedev. The WTA's website has each player doing the pronunciation yes. of their own last name, and you play this constantly. Yes, and the the ATP, the men's store, has the same thing. And I did check Medvedev, and there is his he he says it with his Russian accent, and there is like an extra like yeah in the middle. But I like I don't. No one's asking for that. Like, no one needs that. It's, we can't say it, part the, of it. The Alcarez one. Is just way off. Alcarez? Yeah. Carlos Alcarez. Reboot. <laughs> <laughs> that would make the most sense. Right. If Jack actually is AI. Yeah. If he's just a created sports broadcaster. Next person to see him has got to, like, poke him or something, see if he's real. That makes the most sense, actually. Do, do more than poke him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe one of these. <laughs> Let's get stunned. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Well, we have had some fun with these folks in the past, but apparently it does work out sometimes. Erland Bohr of Norway was told by his doctor he needed some exercise. He needed a hobby. So he chose to buy a metal detector to scan the beaches near his Norwegian home. And apparently on his very first excursion, 
jackpot. Erlen didn't find much on the actual beach, but before going home, he thought he'd give him a shot at a nearby hill, and within minutes, he was getting hits on his machine, and he dug up nine pendants, three gold this, eight gold that, Ooh. things that date back 1,500 years. Wow. Pieces that hadn't been seen from that time period wow. in that part of the world ever before. So, monetarily, not a huge haul, but historically... And for learning about Norway 1,500 years ago, it's being called the Hall, the Find of the Century. It's got to be worth some good money, too, even if it's just historical artifacts. Yeah, but I don't know that like he's going to like sell it or anything like that, but it's like it's substantial for the history of the area. Wow, imagine finding something that was from 500 A.D. or 600 yeah. A.D. Wow. Yep, he's put it, and he gave it to a museum, so he's it's just And he said that they were all barely five yeah. inches below the ground. Yep. So I mean you would think that over fifteen hundred years, dirt and sediment and stuff would stack up, stack up, stack up, then would get pushed all the way down. That's just five inches. What is that? Or so, was it two feet underground and that's all that's left after erosion of the hill? Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. That's some good luck. As a wise man that I know might say, find his keepers, lose his weepers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's this guy. What's his name? Nathan DeBoer? Uh, Erland Boer, I think. Hey, Erland Boer, find his keepers, lose his weepers. <laughs> so, I found these pendants from 500 AD Norway. <laughs> Give you a taste. <laughs> Give you a taste. <laughs> Pendant for you, Tuts. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. I like how hot this coffee is. Do something nice with this 562 AD pendant that I found from this Norwegian city. So, speaking of wellness check on Mraz right now, he joins us on the phone. Mraz, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, I've had a phone conversation with Jack Stern in a colonoscopy this year, and last night was by far the worst experience of my year. Welcome back to the show, by the way. <laughs> One on that list is it's a tough list to crack, too. Why did you say at 26 nothing the Giants are going to come back to win this game to us via text? I really had a feeling that they were going to have a miracle at the Meadowlands. Um, Turned out it was gas again. Yeah. No, it was a wrong feeling. It was a wrong feeling. Yeah, Friction up, 40 nothing down. Well, what gave just, you that feeling? Because I, the way the game happened last night, it was like not a real, like, actual, like, team blowout. It was like an implosion, like a blocked field goal, the flukiest pick six was Saquon. I catch it. it was it was like Dallas didn't do anything. It just kept getting bounces, and then they clearly did enough by the end. But I thought at halftime enough bounces would go our way. Did you change your outlook for the season after last night? No, but that could change real quickly at 7 o'clock Eastern time if they lose to Josh Dobbs but, uh, <laughs> on Sunday. But no, I did I did I know everybody's jumping off the ship. Now, I never picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I still think they could win 10 games, but... Uh, this is definitely a bag over the head kind of day, and I am not looking. For, I'm actually going in disguise to work today because I've already been starting to get recognized a little bit, and I don't want to be seen today. What's the disguise? Uh, I am going. I don't care how hot it is today. Full hood up, um, a mustache, 
Uh, like, I already have a mustache. I'm going a little darker. I'm actually going to go up the block a little bit to get the Just for Men like I did that time. And sunglasses. What do you mean you're starting to get recognized? Where? Outside our building? Or, like, on the train, walking through the city. Uh, and it's usually met with a middle finger. And I've adopted the new nickname, More Trash. <laughs> And you think putting on a fake mustache and sunglasses is going to make you blend in? Well, I just think people, if, if somebody is going to say something to me today, because a lot of people want to say something to me today, I don't have to get noticed. I'm just going to duck in and out to work today and deal with it. And uh, I'm not going to, you know, today's going to be the day I meet the podium and that's it. Is this a fake mustache or you're coloring your own No, I'm going to go call, I'm going to go the color one because only the DA show <laughs> listeners know what I look like with a dark uh, beard. Aren't you on TV, though? Yeah, so what? So you don't think you'll look weird suddenly with a dark mustache? <laughs> Do I think you... I'll look weird? Somebody this weekend said I looked like a Boston baked bean. I can't look any worse on TV. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> so the TV viewers have seen you bald and with blonde hair or whatever for a couple months. And suddenly you're going to wake up on a Monday and have a dark Tom Selleck mustache. <laughs> and no one's going to notice or see the rest of you go, oh, that can't be Sean. Sean doesn't have a mustache. Let's leave that guy alone. Look, Let him nap. I, I'm out of ideas. Much like the Giants offense line last night, I just want to be unrecognizable. Did you stay up for the entire show or the entire uh, game? Stay up for the entire game. Not only did I stay up for the entire game, because I'm not working mornings, we watched at Bob's Bar. I was the one forced to clean up Bob's Bar as everybody else went to bed. <laughs> How's Bob so, no, doing? No, I didn't go to bed until 1.30 in the morning, and then oh. I sat there and watched a little post-game stuff, and frankly, I hated my life last night. Yes, I did. How's Bob doing? Oh, Bob Bob has him at 16-1. and one. <laughs> <laughs> one adjustment. <laughs> you need a good punch in the mouth, he said last night, and be just fine. Yes. Yes. They needed a good punch in the mouth. They needed one good 40 to nothing around at home, and now they are set. <laughs> now they won't lose again. He's already... He's already conjured the 2007 season where the Giants lost by a combined 80 points the first two games. <laughs> said it happened then. Amazing. It's ugly. It's ugly out here in the so, streets. Guys. Spin back to your first question, DA. Why did you think at 26 nothing there'd be a comeback? It's because his dad thinks we're never going to lose again now. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm more, I'm, look, I think 10 and 7. But yeah, my dad, 16 and 1, says look, the Cowboys will get their comeuppance in the playoffs. That's so what he told me. Did he think they were going to be 17 and 0, or did he just adjust the one loss to last night? You know, I had not gotten an accurate win loss record okay. until it was 17 nothing last night. <laughs> he thought they were going to lose to the Niners in three weeks, but now that's a win because yeah. of this one last night. Yeah, and, and honestly, last night at Bob's Bar, I, I thought that nothing was going to top knockout Neil sleeping behind the above-ground pool, but last night was the most <laughs> discouraged Bob's Bar has been <laughs> Did you at least get that broom out that the Rangers were going to sweep the Devils with and clean it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that broom's been out there. I had a couple people on Twitter telling me where my broom is. Asked me to shove it. You know where? That was good. People have been real friendly. All right. Good luck with your mustache today. Thank you, guys. You all take care. Let, let us know how it works. If they get, if they leave you alone on a train today, still bald and chubby, but the mustache can't be Sean. <laughs> Man, you look just like that guy on WFN.
but you have a dark mustache. It's and almost you, identical besides the mustache. Has anyone ever told you you look just like Sean Morash? More or a Boston baked bean? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Who had the most embarrassing loss of the weekend? 66% of you said the Giants. 19% said the Bengals. 10% the Steelers. Only 5% said the Seahawks. The Bengals ran 54 plays, gained a total of 142 total yards. That's 2.6 yards per play. No team has ever done the following in one season. Lose 40 to nothing. Get out-sacked by seven. Be out-turnovered by three. Blocked field goal return for a touchdown and a pick six. So the Giants did it all in the same game. And today, in for Pete the Body, Bilotti is Ryan Botcher, his favorite team, the Jets. Hopefully, they don't get embarrassed tonight, or Botcher has rented out a Hobbit house to stay in tomorrow. Speaking of, let's get you to the epic fail of the morning. As Chance in Alabama told us, it's all about Aaron Rodgers' Hobbit house. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. This year's Alabama team is not a great football team. That I agree. I agree. So we take a year off. We, we go to sleep. We take a year off. No, no problem. We take a year off. No, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, okay? I just listened to Aaron Rodgers say he was in a Hobbit house smoking some... I don't know what he was smoking, but What uh, does anyway. that mean? What's a Hobbit house? I'm trying to use the phone! I, <laughs> I don't know. The Lord of the Rings hasn't been out since 2003. Yeah, I don't know what a Hobbit house is. Uh, yeah, I mean, neither do I. Okay. So we're in the same league there, right? Uh-huh. You heard me wrong? What is a Hobbit house? I don't know. Me. I have no idea. You, well, he went into... getting paid to talk sports, not me. I know, but I don't think a Hobbit house qualifies as sports. Look at this buffoon. Look at this buffoon. Look at this buffoon. That's your job, not mine. I don't know what a Hobbit house is easy e- either. <laughs> I mean, my God, what is a Hobbit house? Unpipe it. Get cold water. I mean, I love Lord of the Rings just like anyone else. I mean, it's probably the greatest franchise of all time next to The Equalizer. I mean, I mean, it's a great, great, great film. Wow, you I mean, would say a- The Equalizer is one of the greatest franchises of all time? 
Oh, and Denzel Washington? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, all right. This is a hodgepodge of nothingness. Please Google it. Please YouTube it. Whatever you got to do. He said Hobbit House. He said, I was in a Hobbit house for three days. He said he was smoking whatever he's smoking. I don't know what he's smoking, but he was smoking something, and he said, I'm going to the Jets. I'm going to the Jets. Google it. Google. Yahoo. Facebook. Twitter. Oh, darkness. But he did call it a Hobbit house. Uh, you got to quote me on that. He said, a Hobbit house. I swear on my life, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Stupid little dum-dum boy. Poo-poo butt. Must be nice to be rich. Yeah, you find a lot of creative ways to get high. Yeah. <laughs> True that. Mm, 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 mm. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. It should be noted a Twitter account at J.R.R. Tolkien, which has 160,000 followers tweeted, I just heard D.A. talking about Hobbit houses. Now I can rest in peace. We made it, Mom! Thanks to executive producer, Pat Boyle. Thanks to Ryan Botcher on the Wheels of Steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines. And thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow. The Mothership Disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 